Welcome to the Next Level Leadership Small Business Owner Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Vizanar. In this podcast, you'll learn the strategies, processes, and mindset to take you, your teams, and your organization to the next level. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Ben Vizanal, and if you're like a lot of people, you've probably noticed all the ads and just downright noise on all of the various social media platforms. Am I right? And if you're like me, you probably wonder how you're going to rise above all that noise. Well, that's what today's episode is all about. Today, we're talking about realistic and impactful online strategies with Tyler Kemp. Tyler is a social media strategy and brand authority expert. He's also the founder of Role Social and Lead Role. On this episode, we talk about both of those organizations and how they help organizations get noticed in this noisy online world. We also discuss his FIRE method and how it helps, or how it can help, all types of businesses gain more customers and sell more products. And with that, let's listen in on the interview. Tyler, welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you. Ben, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Yeah, I'm excited. You got a, we, we, We've kind of had, obviously, a, a conversation before the show, and I think that... Uh, this 30-minute window that we try to do a show is not going to be enough just from the brief conversation we had, so we'll definitely have to have you back. But I'm very excited to have you here. And for our listeners that don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about who you are and who it is that you serve. Yeah, so I run two international marketing agencies. Um, one is called LeadRoll.co. The other is RollSocial.co. Kind of started my career just around uh, a decade ago, maybe um, just over a decade ago in demand generation marketing. And I, my career kind of started taking some interesting turns into the mortgage space. Um, I used to work on a, on a team, a single lender and myself um, and our team. We were doing 120 million a year in loan volume um, back in, I think it was 2015. Uh, from there, I went to be a part of a uh, uh, $16 billion uh, company as a, a part of the marketing advisory board. And then I went into startup space, got tired of kind of the corporate world and um, was a part of a bootstrap startup here in Denver where we were doing uh, 60 grand a month. And in eight months, we got to 200 grand a month. And after that, it was time to go back into entrepreneurship and uh, work with people that I really love serving, which is that uh, salesperson, small business, people that want to make digital work, but just don't know how do you cut through all that noise? How do you cut through all the gurus and all of this input that we have and really put a plan together that actually works for generating sales through social media, um, it's just, it's so complicated. Uh, that's kind of why I do what I do now is uh, helping people really simplify a strategy for a low cost so that they can do the 20% of things that really get 80% of the results uh, in the social landscape, if that makes sense. No, totally. But I got to call you out on something you said that was just, that was totally wrong, that you just said that, that there's noise on, on the uh, 
social media platforms. There's no noise. I don't know what you're talking about. There's there's nothing <laughs> out there that can distract you. Yeah. Uh, I was like being sarcastic. I can't I can't wait, scroll. Wait. Yeah, I can't scroll through my Facebook feed without getting ten. Ten, uh, you know, advertisements for someone trying to sell me something, or Tony Robbins, or Dean Graziosi, which I love both of them, but you know, I'm tired of seeing their ads. It's, it's, there's just so much going on, right? It's true. And what we're seeing right now. So, if we were having this conversation five years ago, we would be talking about one thing, and that would be Facebook ads. Five years ago. 10 years ago, it was this golden era of you could just put anything online and it would turn into a positive ROI. But what we're, what's happening now is your, your Facebook attention, the attention that's actually there on the platform is declining. A lot of millennials are pulling away from the platform. Um, people don't really engage with Facebook the way they used to. And yet, advertisers are still increasing their budgets on Facebook. Everyone is trying to get a piece of that pie. And so it's, it, what it has created is a new challenge for small businesses that are trying to get their message heard without, without just getting written off as, as a part of this kind of uh, spammy, uh, direct response marketing culture that we've created in in the, the uh, advertising space. And and you you have a uh, an actual method, and I obviously want to talk about that because your your approach is a little bit different. Like you said, everyone's trying to get a piece of that pie because we know we need to be in a you know we're going to a digital world. We already are a digital world, and we need to uh, if you're going to run a business, you got to have a presence there. But like you said, where do you start? Where do you begin? Everyone's a little confused, and there's tons of ads, but you don't necessarily take that, that approach. You have a, a much different, uh, more intimate process, uh, for, for lack of a better word. Uh, tell us a little bit about that process, because I think that's something that's really going to bring a lot of value to our listeners. Yeah, so after working with um, extremely successful businesses, um, and again, just having kind of been a part of this world uh, and I was into the digital advertising thing early, right? So I was an early adopter of all this. So I've been there with a lot of different approaches and, and I've seen successful tactics come and go. Um, so after evaluating like what really works today and what's going to continue to work in the future, um, it, I created this methodology called the FIRE formula. And FIRE stands for frequency, intimacy, relevancy, and efficiency. Uh, the nutshell of this is really that you need – it's not enough to just put an ad out there or to uh, make a, a social media post once or twice, and then that's it. And now I'm, I'm, I'm gone. That's all I've ever said. Uh, you look at my feed and, and, and last post I made was from two years ago. Um, you have to be frequent and consistent, especially if you're someone who relies on referrals. If you rely on referrals in any way, the way that you can continue generating referrals is by staying top of mind. And you need to own the attention of your market. The more you can own the news feed, 
on a regular basis, that's how you really own your market. Uh, so frequency is all about staying there, being in the right platforms um, consistently. And the I is intimacy. So one of the, the big problems with marketing today is we kind of gotten away from this fundamental sales principle that we all believe in. We all know people buy from those they know, like, and trust, right? Um, and so, but for some reason in our marketing, we've stepped away from that and we've lost the human element, but people still want to buy from those they know, like, trust. So to be intimate in your marketing means that you're human, you're authentic, you're sharing pain. Even as a brand, you can do this. You can be an intimate brand or you can have a personal brand and share pain, be authentic instead of the corporate posts and all that stuff that really doesn't work anymore. Um, to be relevant simply means that you're serving the right message at the right time based on the level of trust that someone has with you. So if you're trying to market to somebody and you're saying, hey, buy my service, but they don't realize that they have a pain or a problem that that service can solve, you're, you're really not sharing the right message based on their, their trust. So it's far better, for example, to share a pain and problem on social media than to say, hey, here's my solution, here's my solution, here's my solution, buy from me. That's what it means to be relevant, tailoring your message. And lastly is just efficiency means that you can't do there's, – there's more that needs to be done in marketing than you can do alone. You have to build systems. You have to have a predictable process in your business for generating growth, and you can't do it alone. There's just too much to do. Does that all make sense so far? It does. It does. I, um, I want to unpack some of this if we, if we got time here. So you talk about frequency, and I, I'm guilty of that. I hate to say it. I, I, don't, I have a couple Twitter accounts, you know, just to, to throw, throw Twitter under the bus, and I, I rarely post. And, and I do, I'm, I'm guilty of the relevancy issue. I'll, I'll, I will link, I will link articles that may not have any impact to anybody. You know, they're just a corporate article from Forbes or somebody. So I'm guilty of all the things you just said, but let's talk about frequency for a second. So when you say staying out front, staying there, how does, how does someone go about doing that? What's, what's your, uh, your advice to someone about, you know, just getting in front of the right people and having a, a, a systematic message and how, how frequent is too frequent or not frequent enough? Mm. Yep. Great question. I think that it's so funny because I hear that more often than you might expect, right? Because people are like, well, I don't want to be annoying. So, you know, how do I, how do I be just frequent enough? And the truth is most most people who ask, most people who find themselves there don't have a problem with being too frequent. They have a problem with not showing up at all. Um, and I, I put together an interesting kind of secondary formula here. I call it the, uh, the frequency formula. So frequency plus irrelevancy equals annoyance. So if you're frequent, 
and you're consistent, let's just say you're creating content, but your content is not relevant, it will be annoying. And almost any cadence of frequency is annoying and pointless, which is why which is why it doesn't make sense to have an automatic RSS feed, just putting stuff out there um, that doesn't work anymore. So the alternative is frequency plus relevancy, meaning that you're frequent and you're relevant and your content is hitting the right kind of pain points for the right kind of person. It's meeting them where they're at. That is how you actually become omnipresent. And you're starting now to show up everywhere. And that's really the goal. You want to be everywhere the attention is. If they're on Facebook, you're there. If they're on Instagram, you're there. If you're on LinkedIn, you're there, which is what I really believe in right now is that the most underpriced, valuable attention is on LinkedIn. We could talk about that in, in a moment. Um, but to how do you actually do that? How do you be uh, appropriately frequent? I think the, the right cadence is one post to two posts on social media that are new every day, Monday through Friday. If you're listening to Gary Vaynerchuk, he'll tell you to create like 25 pieces of content every day. But of course, that's uh, not possible for, for most people, right? It's not. No, we still got to run uh, our business, right? Yeah, it's like a whole other thing. You know, that's why he, you know, they, they command extreme prices. Uh, Roll Social, for example, they'll, so we create two posts a day, Monday through Friday, each one with a custom-designed image um, with your brand, totally hand-created for that brand every single day, twice a day. We do it for less than 500 bucks a month, which is crazy, um, all the way down to a plan that's only $99 a month. Um, and so it's not cost-prohibitive to do this. But it is time prohibitive, which is why most of us don't do it. You know, what are we going to say every day? We don't, we don't even know ourselves. So it's hard to believe. Like, how could a company do it for us? But um, that's what they're trained to do. So does yeah, that well, the question? And, and yes, it does. And you, and you bring up a lot of uh, really great points in, in that. And, um, you know, I, I started um, a few years back, obviously, with the consulting and, and growing this business. And I was going to do uh, – you know, some blogging and some different things like that, writing articles on LinkedIn. And I can tell you, I can speak from personal experience that trying to create, you know, content, even just weekly is, is very difficult. And to do it, like you said, the frequency needs to be a couple times a day. Or if you use Gary Vee's uh, methodology, 25 times a day, it's almost impossible for someone to run a business and do that. And I think that's uh, a great segue to talk about, you know, lead role and, and those things that you guys do because you take a lot of that off their plate. But before we move into that, I want to talk about, so how do you guys, how do you determine what's relevant? Um, do you, when, you, when you're you meeting with a, a client and you say, okay, uh, I kind of know the answer already as I'm, I'm asking the question, but I think it's good for our mm-hmm. listeners to hear it. How do you guys determine what's relevant for that person's brand to create that content? How, how do you guys go about doing that? Mm, such a good question, man. So most of us, make a, a big mistake in content where we are 100% solution-minded. If I'm a SaaS company, software company, I might love to put content out there about all of our features and benefits, all of our cool functions and um, 
if I'm a consultant. You know, here's all the things I can do for you. But what people miss is, is the mindset of someone on social is typically not there. They're not always in market. And so they need to understand why these solutions are, are important. So how do we go about being relevant? The first is we don't create content for our client. We create content that is relevant for our client's client. Right. So the way that we do that is we get into the mind of the client and into the mind of the brand we're working with. What are the pains and the problems that this person solves? Even if it's a restaurant, what is going to get someone into my restaurant instead of someone else's? Uh, what is going to encourage them and incentivize them? to actually take action today. And uh, it, what I tell people too is, if you want business on Friday, you need to stay in front of someone Monday through Thursday. Right, if you want a full house on Friday, you've got to already be there. And that's, so that's another one of the big mistakes is, is we honestly just, um, we, we focus so much on market ready leads that we forget 98% of people that are in market or could be in market aren't necessarily ready to buy right when we encounter them and they need to be brought there over time. And so uh, I guess going back to the question of how do we be relevant? How do we know what's relevant? Uh, it's all about the mind of the client and, uh, and we have a pretty good process of extracting that in our onboarding. Well, and I wanted to bring it up because I think that's a big mistake and you, you answered it perfectly is, uh, with the SaaS solution is there's a lot of marketing or content creation that revolves around here's my solution and they go they go looking for a problem and you're doing it the correct way. You find that avatar of the client's client and you say what's relevant to them. You know, forget what we need and let's let's find the problem and then and then address the solution. And I think that's the that's kind of what you said in a nutshell, correct? That's that's the best way to do it in my opinion. Absolutely. Yep. And and it just takes a little bit of a mindset shift because we're, we're just so used to putting out sales messages um, that we forget that insights are how you build actual influence, right? By sharing something of value um, and sharing what – demonstrating that I'm the expert first and then asking for the sale. Instead of asking for the sale and presenting the price and then trying to justify that you're an expert, it's totally backwards, and that's why most leads don't convert. If you've been staying in front of somebody on social for six months, 12 months, every day on their newsfeed with relevant insights that are thought-provoking, um, and then you make a phone call, you better believe that the nature of that phone call is completely different because people already feel like they know you at scale. And that's the beauty of, of the opportunities that social media creates right now that most people are still not really fully taking advantage of in the right way. Um, right. Like not just stock yeah. photos, but actually building a personal brand online. Excellent. Great response, man. So we've got the F, the I and the R. Let's talk about the efficiency. And that's where your two organizations kind of come into play and really 
make the magic happen with this FIRE methodology. Tell us a little bit about those two organizations and how they can help small businesses. Sure, yeah. So the first is leadroll.co. Leadroll is a LinkedIn outreach company. What I found is that um, we actually kind of started as as an all-purpose agency. We did Facebook ads. We did um, Google ads. We did all kinds of things, email, marketing, and what we were doing on LinkedIn literally outperformed everything else we were doing combined. And so we pivoted to exclusively um, generating leads on LinkedIn. And what we do is we go into someone's profile, we act as a fractional sales team, and we reach out to 70 to 80 people per day that are in market, uh, or sorry, well, that are demographically qualified at least, through LinkedIn Sales Navigator, and we follow up with them on Messenger. You probably have gotten people doing this wrong, and they're all spammy, and we all know what it smells like, and we see a spammer a mile away. Um, But if you do it right, we write messages that are human and authentic and have a very good response rate. We actually have about a 20% response rate. Um, That's how we start to build an audience. And so if you do this for a few months, you know, each month you're getting between 300 and 500 new demographically qualified LinkedIn connections. So four months down the road, you're possibly at 2,000 new LinkedIn contacts that are actually uh, the right kind of person. If you're a local business, this is local people. Um, if, you're, if you can sell internationally or across the United States, these are whoever you're trying to reach according to LinkedIn's filters. So then Roll Social comes in because most people aren't ready to buy right when they first meet you. Roll Social creates that long-term authority over time by creating this daily content. And what's interesting about the custom images is that if you have a, a unique branded image, even if someone doesn't read your post, but they're seeing your branding every day, twice a day on the newsfeed as they scroll, then they, it's still creating context in their mind so that at least they know who you are and they know what you do, um, even if they never read your posts. It's, it's crazy. So that's how, at the same time, we're building an audience long-term on LinkedIn, and then organically, we're just reaching this audience with content, and together, the longer you do it, you have an increasingly large audience. We're messaging them to see if they're uh, in market right now, and if they're not, doesn't matter, because we're going to nurture them over time until they are, and uh, it's just a kind of this full automated system that's human-powered that uh, it doesn't require any more work on our client's part, all they really have to do is respond to the messages, the inbound messages. We start with them, the conversations we start via email, the phone calls, um, everything else is pretty much handled. So, so it's kind of an automated efficiency. We've we got we to create an acronym for this, man. No, <laughs> but it, it, it's really it's cruise control, right? Yeah. Um, but so, well, and so most let, businesses just don't have a way, right? Mm-hmm. Most businesses exactly. can't 
they don't know how to bring these people in automatically or they don't have a system for this. And it's way too expensive to do this with ads. Um, and it's way too time intensive to make cold calls and do this that way. It's only so many ways you can get someone's attention. So, you know, for less than 500 bucks for each one of these services, it, in the end, it's like you're building this audience and nurturing them with the right kind of content, which hopefully is relevant. Sure. Well, let's talk about, so this is something that, that a lot of people don't realize is, is that LinkedIn, and you touched on it briefly, you can really um, hone in on your market. So if it's, you know, uh, small business owners or maybe HR professionals, if that's your target market or, or you know, owners of um, car lots, right, in the southern region or the northern region, wherever you, you can really hone in and really filter that, like you said, and reach out to just particular demographics, correct, or even psychographics to some extent. It's, it, yes, and it's almost all demographic. Um, so it doesn't have the same kind of filters that, like, Facebook might have with, like, interest-based targeting. So you don't see, um, you know, hey, show me someone who likes baseball. That, that's not there. Um, but what you do have is I can say, hey, well, show me everyone who is in an HR function. Show me everyone who um, is an owner of a business in a tech industry and uh, they have over 10,000 employees, right? Or show me if I'm a restaurant or something like that, show me everyone who lives in my city period, <laughs> uh, that has a LinkedIn profile, and I want to connect with all of them so that they're all seeing my brand on social, which is, uh, again, this underpriced attention. Um, mm -hmm. And so they're building brand that way. And what it, it creates is these micro, this, again, this micro-influencer status where I'm not being relevant to everyone all over the world. I'm picking and choosing the people I want to be relevant to and really own their news feed because that's the one who I want to, to, to talk to. To them, mm -hmm. I'm a big deal. Other people won't even know that you're doing that. And, so and that's pretty, how you cut through all that noise, right? That's how you cut through. Awesome. Exactly. And that's the psychographics. Now, LinkedIn, obviously, because it doesn't, have, it doesn't have the groups and the interests, so you really can't see that psychographic, so I shouldn't have said that. But on Facebook, do you, can, you still, can you still get that psychographic information, or is it still really kind of demographic? Yeah, you can on Facebook, uh, but the problem is you need to then boost your posts. Um, the organic reach of Facebook has been totally dead for a long time. So, unfortunately, you can't really get a lot of traction by just posting uh, a post. But um, you can if you boost it. So if you spend you know, $10, $20 a day, you can put it in front of uh, a good audience still. Um, and get those views. But what's interesting about LinkedIn is that the organic reach is what Facebook was about five years ago. So each one of my posts, for example, on LinkedIn, I don't have a huge, uh, a huge audience. My network is probably just under 4,500 uh, or 4,500 people. And, and I'm still getting anywhere from 600 views per post to upwards of 2,000 views per post organically. That's like 50% of my entire network once or twice a day that organically, which is just insane. 
Yeah. That's how, well, so, that's just the opportunity available right now. Well, let's kind of shift gears for a second. So I know we talked a little bit before the call and I think it's a, it's, um, it's, it's a good uh, reminder of why this type of process and your fire methodology is so important. So obviously it's the middle, we're recording this right here at the middle of March and the coronavirus is in, in full effect. And, uh, you kind of mentioned it. I'll let you talk about it. You know, it's the, um, you know, wh- whether you, you believe it's an issue or not, the effects are real, what we're seeing. So let's talk about a little bit about that and why this, this is a perfect example of why you need to have a digital presence. Cause this is not the last, you know, thing that's going to come up that's going to disrupt business. Um, you know, ever. This is not the, this is not the last thing that's going to pop up on the radar over the next decade, most certainly not even this year. So what are your thoughts around that? And, you know, why is, why is having a digital, digital presence, excuse me, a digital presence so important? Uh, and you see the coronavirus as a good example. Absolutely. I mean, it, it is, I think, the most relevant example of right now because there is national panic. Um, and whether you, like you, like you said, whether you believe that uh, it's justified or not, doesn't matter. What is verifiable is that the fear of the virus has disrupted the market. So, you know, we're already practicing social distancing. People are um, not gathering as much in certain states, are feeling it more than others. But uh, as it continues to spread, it's, it's going to, I mean, in Colorado, it's already begun to happen. Um, other states are, are just starting to experiencing, uh, experience it now. But people are not going to go to the coffee shop, and they're not going to go to the restaurant, and they're not going to meet you at a networking group. If you're at like a BNI or a LATIP or, you know, you've got these things that you do where you're generating leads in the flesh, what I'll call it, then uh, even if you, if that's what you're relying on, I think the next couple months are going to be really, really hard. And there's going to be a lot of people pulling back. So people are going to be cutting budgets because they're afraid. Um, and what this is going to do is, in my opinion, this is just my speculation based on my experience, um, you know, seeing a variety of different market conditions, 2008 and whatever. Um, I believe that there's going to be a gigantic opportunity for people to press in when their competition is pulling back to now take some real ground on social where there was no where before there was too much competition, but when everyone cuts budgets, that's when you invest so that you can become the big deal online. And when everyone is staying inside, where do you think all their attention is going to be? They're staying home for two weeks. You, mm-hmm. It's going to be on. They're going to be scrolling around on LinkedIn and on Instagram, and and you, that is the time to be there, especially because everyone's going to be cutting their budgets. So use the fear of this virus to to take uh, some new market share by pressing in and going crazy. I had a, a call with a client today that I was onboarding, and he was a lender. Because um, for lenders and realtors, we have a really good process for them. And he was like, man, I really wish we had done this sooner and started last month so that we already would have had you know, 500, 600 new people into his system that we could be in front of um, 
when all this stuff was, was happening and, and rates dropped and all kinds of stuff. Um, and that's how I think it's going to be is, is it's going to create a new opportunity for people to go in and crush the newsfeed as much as possible while you can and while everyone else is kind of running away. Does that, does that all make sense? Oh, yeah. And hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, but absolutely. I, yeah, I think I think the uh, you know this like I said that's a perfect example that we talked about for the call of, of why you have to have a digital presence because I think the way we do business is is obviously changed dramatically over the last five years and I think the next five years I only think we can kind of predict about what it's going to look like I think there's you may have some insights with with what the type of work you do. I'm not an expert on it but I I know that. For the average business person, there's no idea, you know, what platform's next? What's, how are we going to do business next? If you'd have told me five years ago, you know, that we'd be buying so much from Amazon, I'd have told you we're crazy, and there's no way people are still going to go into a store and shop, and um, it's just, everything's changed, right? And so I think the future uh, is, there's a ton of resources out there, and I think the, those that are resourceful are going to have the biggest part of the market share. Exactly, and and. And creating a predictable system, I believe, is one of the only ways that you can really get to that next level. I mean, that's the whole point of what we're talking about here on this podcast, right, is we want to get people to the, whatever that next level is. And if you're a small business or a medium-sized business and you don't currently have a predictable way to generate business, then you've got to figure out a way to get capture some of that attention. Um, because people are not referring like they used to. People aren't just saying, oh, hey, I worked with a, uh, a realtor five years ago, and he was great. People are saying, oh, I need a realtor. I'm going to go to uh, Google, and I'm going to see you as you know, Yelp reviews, or worse, I'm going to go to Zillow and just be sold as a lead to the highest bidder. If you can build an audience first today and nurture that audience to the point where they're ready, then you're really future-proofing your business. Um, but if, you, if you're trying to do all this kind of thing manually and you're just – I mean, it just never happens. There's too much that we all have to run in our businesses to do this. I don't even write my own social content. My team writes it all. I don't even touch <laughs> it. They write all of it. And right. uh, the same people doing my content is people who create for our clients. Um, it's our team. And – that is the leverage that I believe every small business owner really needs. You live it, right? You live it. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh-huh. uh, we generated uh, more than 85,000 leads last month alone. 85,000 leads for our, for our clients. Uh-huh. And all of it, 100% of it was on LinkedIn. Um, awesome. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, that's huge, man. That's huge, man. Well, as we start to wind down, Tyler, obviously we're kind of running short on time. Is there anything else that you might want to bring up to our listeners or maybe something we glazed over that you want to talk about? Hmm. You know, I, I, I think we, we've hit the, the important things is that you need to be frequent. You need to be intimate. You can't rely on uh, uh, just like just posting is not enough, right? You really need to be uh, frequent, intimate, and relevant in order for this to work and efficient to save yourself that time. You, know, you can't do it yourself if you have no money, but uh, if I were starting from scratch and I were starting all over and I had no audience, this is the exact thing that I would do. I would, 
I would reach out to people on LinkedIn, build an audience, and serve them content. And that's how I would grow my business exclusively. Um, it's less than a thousand bucks a month, so it's it's insane the possibilities. Um, if someone wants to learn more about this process, a little bit deeper dive, we do have a free training um, at uh, rollsocial.co forward slash training, and it's a it's a video uh, diving a little bit deeper into this. Um, and for the listeners of the podcast today, if you ever want to try this process, we are actually offering a, uh, a coupon to waive the setup fee of uh, Roll Social by using the coupon code IGNITE in all capital letters, I-G-N-I-T-E, uh, IGNITE. And uh, okay. that will waive your setup fee for, uh, for being a listener today. Awesome. I'll make sure I put that in the show notes. And here's one of the little things, and I don't want, we don't have time to talk about it today, but I definitely want to have you back. You talked a little bit before the show about um, some of the challenges that startups have and some of the things that, uh, you know, the FIRE method can help them solve. So I definitely want to talk about that next time we have you on the show. I think that's going to bring, I mean, you know, entrepreneurs, startups, um, they, you know, the challenges are real, and I think that you have a lot of insights about that. So I'm just going to kind of tease that out there to the, to the listeners that next time, maybe in the next couple of months, we can we can get our, our calendars to collide. Um, we'll have you back, and I think that's going to be a great episode. Um, mm. so, so, Tyler, is there, uh, you kind of already touched on it, but where's a good place to uh, find out more about what it is that you do if our listeners want to check you out? Absolutely. If they are wanting to um, learn how to optimize their profile, their LinkedIn profile for sales, we have a free guide on that at leadroll.co. As I mentioned, we have a deep dive training into the FIRE formula and how you avoid kind of the four big mistakes that most people make on social media. We have that um, at rollsocial.co forward slash training. And uh, if you want to connect with me personally, uh, of course, I'm on LinkedIn. You can even see an example of the content that we create on my personal profile. Uh, it's uh, linkedin.com slash in slash TJ Kemp, and you'll see, or just Look me up, Tyler Kemp. I help with content, and uh, I've got a big profile with a bunch of purple and pink and, and stuff like that. So um, that'd be the best way to connect with me. Just send me a message on LinkedIn. Awesome. I appreciate it. Tyler, I appreciate your time today, sir. Man, Ben, it's been fun, and hopefully uh, there were some, some nuggets in there for your audience and listeners today. Oh, I totally believe there, there's a ton of nuggets in there. I think if they listen, they took notes. Um, you know, I think you've got to move in the right direction to start making a real digital presence, presence, a real digital presence, um, on these various social media platforms. Uh, yeah, hope so. Yeah. And, and, you know, to the, to, to those who take action, go the spoils, right? Um, we, yeah. we've been hearing for many years now, get on social, get on social, start doing stuff. And it, it, we just drag our feet like, oh, I hate it. I, do I really need to invest in this? And the answer is the longer you wait, um, you're just missing all of this underpriced attention and you're missing uh, a, a huge opportunity. Um, and the ROI is there if you're doing the right things for long enough. Um, but it's, uh, you know, you gotta, gotta start. Best advice I can yeah. give. Start and, and don't, don't wait until it, the opportunity is gone. Words of wisdom. Do, do something, right? Yeah, and, and what we do on LinkedIn isn't going to work forever. It's it's just not. It's not going to be the way it is today. It, no. I don't know if it's even going to work next year, year after that. Um, mm -hmm. There is a time window for people doing this process. 
that is very real and um, it'll never be, I believe, I don't think it'll ever be as cheap to build an audience as it is right now again. And I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the window closed. On Facebook, you know, yeah. window closed on Facebook, Instagram, it's not as cheap. LinkedIn's still there. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. There you go. Hey, I appreciate your time. And, sir, and to all our listeners, I hope that you learned at least one thing today that will help take you to the next level. Hey, thanks for listening today. For more episodes, make sure to click the subscribe button below and check out our blog for other impactful information that might be of interest to you at vizanaconsulting.com forward slash blog. That's Vizana, V as in victory, E-Z-I-N-A, consulting.com slash blog. If you have a question or would like to suggest a topic for a future episode, you can email us at podcast at vizanaconsulting.com. That's podcast at vizanaconsulting.com. I'm your host, Ben Vizanaw, and I'll see you next time on the Next Level Leadership Small Business Owner Show.